Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Second hour of the Blitz here on campus as practice is well and underway at Chuck Knoll Field. You got me for a, another hour. I'll get to some of your tweets at Wesley Euler if you want to get involved with the show. Big thanks to Rosie Nix and Dwayne Woodruff there for joining me in the first hour to help me kill some time here as I'm solo on the Blitz today. I always love – like, that's one of the things that that's really cool for me throughout this course of, of training camp is, you know, all the different guests that we get. You get them from every different era. You get guys like, you know, like Dwayne Woodruff and, and Randy Grossman who, who played in the 70s. Um, you get guys like Rosie Nix who have just retired recently. Uh, guys like Charlie Batch who were kind of – and San Antonio Holmes kind of in between there. You know, a lot of different eras, a lot of different Super Bowl rings, a lot of different accomplishments and perspectives and uh, stories and memories and things like that here from training camp. Uh, big thanks to Brandon, as always, for setting that up, too, for us from the Steelers. Uh, Dwayne was not lying. I do see Mel Blunt down there in the end zone, cowboy hat and all. I was laughing with Justin, our producer, during the break. He, I tell you what, Mel Blunt still stands out. One, because the cowboy hat that he's always wearing. And, you know, maybe if we were in Texas or Oklahoma or somewhere like that, it wouldn't be uh, – is much of a dead giveaway, but, you know, here in western Pennsylvania, it's more hats and occasionally bucket hats uh, than you see cowboy hats, but also just because he's still a massive, massive human being. Some guys are just born with it, baby, and Mel Blunt, certainly one of those guys, the Hall of Famer here uh, on the sidelines today. Just saw him and Rosie Nix chopping it up down there for a minute. Good stuff on another busy day here on campus. few thousand people here easily. I got to think maybe close to 5,000 is now. The hillsides are, are well and occupied. And uh, we've got uh, the stands completely packed as well, too, as practice is underway here. Practice ongoing. It's hour number two. So if you've been listening to the Blitz throughout training camp, you know what that means. Real quickly, we've got to bring you – our rare jersey of the day. Folks, it's a simple concept. I uh, just pick out some jerseys here that are uh, ones you don't see often, right? That's it. Nothing to do with an indictment on the player if they're good or bad or whatever, just jerseys we don't see as much. I see a lot of Watts. I see a lot of Pickett's. I see a lot of Harris. I see a lot of Palomalu and Roethlisberger. All right, so let's paint the picture for you for some of the rare jerseys of the day. We've got a Patrick Peterson Cardinals jersey here as well today. We've got a Benny Snell jersey on hand today. Uh, for some reason, there's a lot of non-Steelers NFL. Well, three. All right, we've got the Patrick Peterson Cardinals jersey. We've got a Brian Arakpo Washington jersey down here, as well as a Jalen Waddle Miami jersey. I mean, are you guys lost? No, they're probably just taking in the greatest training camp setting in all of sports. You can admire this setting, even if you might not be a black and gold clad lover. So some some interesting ones here on campus today. I got a Heath Miller Bumble uh Bumblebee jersey right in front of me as well, too. But here's your three on the podium. Dun, dun, 
Bronze medal goes to Martavis Bryant. Oh, yeah, we've got a black number 10 jersey down there. We've seen a couple Cordell Stewarts throughout camp. Our first Martavis Bryant. That's your bronze medal winner. Your silver medal today. We've got a Jerome Bettis Super Bowl 40 jersey, and I don't mean like the white with just the Super Bowl patch on it. I was talking about this with producer Justin, too. You know, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to back in my day, back in the early 2000s, right, when jerseys really started to become a popular thing, they would make unique Super Bowl jerseys for each team with, like, a different collar, different sleeves that were in the colors of that Super Bowl with the different Super Bowl patches, right? Because remember when the Super Bowl logo used to actually be unique before they made it this same boring cookie-cutter thing every single year like we had to do? We've got a Super Bowl 40, so it's got it's the white Steelers jersey with the blue and red collar, the blue and red sleeves with the XL logo on both sides, Jerome Bettis. That's pretty cool. Uh, I have one of those for Super Bowl 43 for Troy Polamalu. I might have to bust that out at some point. But that's your silver medal today because your gold medal for rare jersey of the day. And, folks, this is rare, 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 rare. It's a Rod Woodson 1930s jersey. So it's the 26 Rod Woodson, right? But it's in the Pittsburgh Pirates. Remember when they were the Pittsburgh Pirates before they became the Steelers? In the 30s, it's the jersey that has the Pittsburgh. It's it's gold with red stripe, or with uh, pardon me, with black stripes, and it has the crest of the city of Pittsburgh on the front. Yeah, from 1933, baby. As uh, that was one of the last years that they were the Pittsburgh Pirates before they became the Steelers, of course. Uh, pretty cool, nice Rod Woodson jersey. Now, obviously, Rod Woodson was not uh, around in 1933 to wear that jersey for the Steelers, but I tell you what. Uh, that's about as rare as you get out here. So that's your gold medal winner for rare jersey of the day. Another uh, solid showing from Steeler Nation. You got to love it. Decked out in jerseys as we've got a uh, we got a pouncy walking past me right now as well too. Always love it. I know I've said this before, but one of these years I want to like keep a running tab for a couple practices in a row and see uh, all the different names and jerseys and everything we get is, hey, Steelers fans have been spoiled throughout the decades, throughout the eras, uh, to have just some legendary, uh, talented athletes to uh, to rock their jerseys, and, and they uh, certainly do here every single day on campus. Early portions of practice right now, offensive line down in the end zone, uh, huddling up, getting some instruction. We've got the specialists working to my right, quarterbacks and wide receivers going through some, uh, some light motions in front of us as well too. Defense warming up on the far side of the field. Uh, obviously, what, about 20, 30 minutes from now, usually when the teams come together, we'll bring you seven shots and all that good stuff. I'll do a little play-by-play -play for you as well as, uh, man, more and more people. It's like they just keep coming here as the uh, as the campus is well and truly packed on a busy day here today. We'll continue to update you on practice, continue to talk a little bit more about what happened on Friday night. I'll get to the tweets as well, too, if you want to keep those coming in. Uh, one guy we did not see on Friday night was Joey Porter Jr. Good news is he's here today, um, and I'm looking for him right now. He was in full pads earlier when he came down to the field, so I got to think he's going to be – a, uh, a full participant here today. I'm looking to see if I can check on the far side of the field. I'll keep you updated on that. It'll be a little bit easier once everybody's here on the near side and we can really get numbers and, and participants and everything. Uh, but on the offense, looks like 
everyone's accounted for. Uh, Sayamalu, Allen Robinson, Deontay Johnson, some of these guys that have been getting Veterans Days, they're all in pads and ready to go here as uh, – Let's see as the defense starts to walk over here. Looks like Cam Hayward, TJ Watt as well, too. Um, so, a you know, from a health availability standpoint, Minka Fitzpatrick, all hands on deck for those who are healthy here. Like I said, once the team is all here on the near side field as we as we roll along, I'll try and paint you a, a better picture of who is uh, participating and who is not. Trying to see if I can see Patrick Peterson out there, but I'm still looking Still looking for that 20 as the defense is on the far side of the field. But Joey Porter Jr., like I said, was out here earlier in full pads. So hopefully that's a good sign about his participation and his health today. Did not play on Friday, but what he did do was sit down with Missy Matthews for a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Here's Joey Porter Jr. on what camp has been like so far. All right, Joey, you are no stranger to St. Vincent College. How many camps do you think this is for you now? I said this is like number five. I okay. think so, yeah, camp five for me. Does it feel completely different or is it still like, I know this place, I've been here? It feels a little different because I'm the one actually like practicing, but still like when I wake up in the morning, take my walk to breakfast and everything, I still get that same old feeling. Go back to when you were little, when you were here at St. Vincent, just as Joey Porter's kid. Um, what do you remember most about being able to run around, not just the fields, but the locker rooms? I know you guys played race cars. You did all kinds of crazy stuff, not football related. Yeah, uh, really just talking with all the football players and all the guys getting knowledge from them and uh, really them taking me under their wing. So every time I get a chance to talk to a guy or a ball boy, I just try to give them as much information that I can. Cause I remember in, when I was in their shoes, that's all I wanted to do was talk to a guy that was in the NFL. So I just try to give that back. And then when you became a ball boy, take me through just like what a typical day was like for you here at camp. So I was I was a halfway ball boy. I didn't get to do <laughs> all this. I didn't get to do all the stuff the ball boys did, okay. which was I was kind of glad because they used to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. But we had to wake up early. We had to scrub the footballs. We had to put the tarp on the field when it rains. And like some stuff, me and, me and Dino and Mason and all my other cousins was like, yeah, we're not doing that. So like, <laughs> we'll stay back and we do our like side workouts we had like with the strength coaches and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So uh, it was fun, definitely. Talk to me about George Pickens and maybe the little battle that is brewing between you guys. It's good versus good. Uh, it's in the right environment, but how is that helping you as you start your rookie season? Uh, I feel like it's getting me ready. You know, iron sharpen iron. That's what coach always say. We got to compete and uh, both of us is not shying away from the competition. So that's just going to make us better at the end of the day. Who's a bigger trash talker? I'm going to say me. Oh, you know, I'm okay. always going to lean to me. He trash talked a little bit, but I feel like I got, I got some good stuff on my side too. Patrick Peterson, I feel like, you know, being drafted to a team your dad played for, but then having a chance to work with a guy like that. You talked about it the night you were drafted and how important that was. What have you learned from him that maybe you didn't expect to learn? Uh, it's so much. I can't even just talk about one thing. He's just been a real good asset to, to me and the team in general, just sitting over with me after practice, teaching me the nuggets of the game, going through film, teaching me different ways how to do different coverages. I mean, he's really been a, a real help to me since I've been here. You said that you were going to do anything that he did, including play golf. Has that happened yet? Have you got out on a course with him? Not yet, uh, but I have been talking to talking golf with him here and there. Uh, it's hard. 18 holes, I can't do that now. It's, <laughs> this, it gets too hot and everything, but he said you got to slowly work into it, so that's what I'm going to try to do. You talked earlier in camp just about your confidence. The Steelers know what they got. You're going to have that confidence. Of course, we know who your dad is and the confidence that he played with. How did you get your own confidence, and how early did it start? 
I feel like it started at a young age. Um, right, right when I put my pads on, I always wanted to play football. He, he inspired me to play the game, and he just always told me, don't play because I did play with your own love. And I feel like it just poured away. We always got that fiery chip on our shoulder. We want to talk, we want to compete, and that's what I got, so I'm going to show it. So you feel like when you were in Little League, you were that kid that other parents went, oh yeah, that, that kid's pretty good? Yeah, yeah, I had mamas crying and everything like that. That was my goal, <laughs> definitely. When you signed your contract with the Steelers, it was on your birthday, and it also was in Benedict Hall here on campus where you used to play, I think, as a ball boy ping pong, right? Yeah. I mean, how full circle can that get? I mean, it was crazy. Right when they picked the room, I was like, I used to play ping pong in this room, like, with all my friends and all the ball boys. So it's, it's a crazy, it's a 360 that that's where I signed it on my birthday. I used to have my birthday parties here. Now that I actually got my own thing, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> in terms of draft night. Now you've been motivated to another level because we got some proof. Yeah. Hell yeah. And, and, and take it personally, as you should. The clip went viral. Have you gone back and watched that or is that just something you know exactly what he said in that moment? Oh uh, yeah, I go back and watch that here and there just because it was such a great moment that was captured. We didn't even know that there was rolling. I forgot I, had, I was mic'd up because it was just such an emotional moment for everybody that was with me. So yeah, if I want to get motivated or just see a great clip, I just go to that and uh, it gets me fired up all over again, definitely. Are you surprised how well it was received by the public? No, not really because uh, they got to see my dad on that side. They, everybody used to see my dad as a trash talker. Hey, pick your head up. You might be able to block somebody. You wish you could block me. He couldn't block me if he wanted to. Always up and fiery, but they got to see a chance of him really just being a father to a son. And uh, I feel like that was a great moment captured for both of us. You know, the Steelers are about to go on the clock. How long did that period of time feel? It felt like forever. It did, and I honestly didn't feel like I honestly didn't know what the Steelers were going to do at that moment. I didn't like, I was like, oh yeah, they're going to pick me, they're going to pick me. I just sat there and was like, whatever happens, happens. Especially off of last, the night before, I really didn't know what was going to happen because the draft is so crazy, like my dad was telling me. So I really just prepared for anything at that moment. Whose decision was it to jump in the car and go to the facility? Uh, it was Omar's. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was at home and then he was like, come down to the facility. I was like, you sure right now? He's like, yeah, you're right across the street. So I was like, all right. And then I brought my whole family. Everybody was excited. I took a couple of still photos and everything. It was a great moment. Definitely so, so crazy. Training camp, the pads went on, the first preseason game. Uh, do you get amped up for that? Do you get a little bit of nerves? What are the feelings for it? Uh, I feel like it's all both. I'm really excited, you know. It's my first time really putting on a Steeler jersey, going out there with the guys and going against another opponent. We've been going against each other for a little while now, so the fact that I could hit somebody else and cover somebody else, I'm really excited about that. We're all really excited to see Joey Porter Jr. in action. Held out precautionary reasons on Friday, but he's going through team stretch right now, so I would say that is uh, all good signs as practice is underway here. Things will really pick up about 10 minutes or so from now. Guys going through stretches and some light warm-ups and all that kind of stuff right now, but the bullets will get flying here before too long. I'll paint uh, as much of the picture as I can for you before we uh, get to Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson at 3 o'clock. They'll have you from 3 until 6 with a special edition of The Drive. They'll bring you the conclusion of practice and all the good stuff that follows in the wake there as well. A just another jam-packed crowd here today on St. Vincent College, on the campus of St. Vincent College. you got to love it. Uh, i got to think at least four, five, six. I'm, I'm not very good at estimating crowds, all right? Uh, but, man, this is 
I think maybe the second biggest weekend crowd that we've had. Last Saturday was insane. It was beautiful weather. It was a Saturday. Um, it took me 20 minutes to get into campus here fighting traffic. Uh, I think that was, other than Friday Night Lights, of course, which was 14,000 people, um, in terms of being here on the campus at St. Vincent, I think last Saturday is going to uh, reign supreme as the largest crowd uh, here on campus. But I tell you what, this one today certainly pushing it as there is uh, not much space left uh, for anyone else to be added. When we come back on the other side, I'll get to some of your tweets. Keep those coming in at Wesley Euler. I'll also, I'm doing a running tally here of who's practicing, who's not practicing. I will, uh, I'll give you all that information as well when we return on the other side. This is the Steelers Blitz. We are live on campus, baby. Ran Wilder for one more week here. It's all part of our ongoing training camp coverage on Steelers Nation Radio. Back on campus here, practice number 13 of the public practices here ongoing for your Steelers. It is a full padded practice, baby. Oh, yeah. Come on. Last weekend practice, you know Mike Tomlin had to give the fans what they want here at Chuck Knoll Field. Uh, stretch portion is over. Teams uh, are the team working with their individual groups. Uh, running backs and tight ends down to my right going through uh, some different pass catching and running drills. Quarterbacks working on their footwork in front of me. Offensive linemen down in the left side end zone. Defense still over on the far side field as well to some updates to bring you here. First, the Steelers have uh, made another roster move here in the last half an hour. The Steelers have signed linebacker Forrest Rhine. That's a great name, isn't it? Forrest Rhine, who was originally signed as an undrafted free agent by the Colts after last year's 2022 NFL draft, uh, bounced back and forth between the Colts practice squad and their active roster last season, uh, played three games for the Colts last year, played his college football Huh, what, about three and a half, four hours from here down the turnpike at Villanova? Uh, 45 career games there for the Villanova Wildcats. 310 tackles in his college career. 22 uh, and a half tackles for loss. One forced fumble, one fumble recovery. So Forrest Ryan, another linebacker, added to the mix for the Steelers. They also uh, waived and placed on the injured list uh, Chappelle Russell, linebacker as well, too. So one to the IR, one uh, in the mix here for the Steelers, Forrest Ryan. Not sure if he's out there today or not. I'll see if I can track down that information for you in the next 40 minutes or so here. Uh, but he will certainly be in the mix going forward as some more roster moving and shaking for your Steelers as there typically is this time of year. All right, here's what I've deduced uh, during that break while I was trying to uh, to keep an eye on uh, who's practicing, who's not, who's available, who's out here, all those different things. Uh, Keanu Benton, talked about him a little bit earlier and how he's impressed at camp and how he impressed in that preseason game on Friday. Did exit that game with an injury. Um, but uh, he is in sweatpants and, uh, and and will not practice. I see him walking over on the far side of the field right now with his teammates. Honestly, not walking with any noticeable hitch or, or limp or anything like that. Not, you know, we all know what that means. You can't put too much stock into, into those things. But looks like he's at least walking around and getting around okay. Uh, it did look like uh, something with an ankle maybe on Friday night down there in Tampa. So we'll keep you updated on Keanu Benton. Hopefully nothing serious. Hopefully just a, a maintenance day after a, a little tweak on Friday and the day off tomorrow as well too. Maybe they just want to give the rookie 
Kentucky a little extra time, but no big 95, no Keanu Benton as he is in street clothes out there today. Nick Kwiatkowski also uh, banged up his shoulder on Friday night down there against the Buccaneers. He is here, but he is in street clothes and will not practice standing on the uh, on the far, far side sideline. Uh, taking in everything with his teammates. Joey Porter Jr. over there. He is uh, suited and, well, not booted. He's suited and got the helmet and the pads and everything on. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. ready to go today after missing uh, action on Friday night. Great news there as well, too. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John Lovett still not practicing. He's uh, hasn't practiced in a little while. Um, still, uh, still no go for him. And uh, Trey Norwood also. Not uh, not participating in practice today. So that's what I've deduced so far. Um, other than that, looks like present and accounted for. But I will uh, I will um, keep you guys updated on uh, on everything uh, else that that might uh, arise here. Um, and it looks like you know what I'm looking right now. John Lovett is out there, but he's just not in pads. He's got his helmet and his jersey on. He's going through some light stuff with uh, with the running backs. Uh, but looks like he's not taking full contact as, as again, everyone else is in pads. He is not, but he is at least there with the, with the running backs going through some uh, position drills. So hopefully um, good news in that regard, in terms of uh, him trending in the right direction to, uh, to getting back and forth. I still haven't seen Cam Hayward or Larry Ogunjobi. Um, I do see TJ Watt, but still uh, not seeing Cam or Larry O. I'll keep you updated on those guys if I notice anything. Uh, Kendrick Green also right now working with the offensive linemen, not the running backs slash fullbacks. So, you know, uh, take of that what you will. Um, so there's kind of your housekeeping. You're moving and shaking here as I'm trying to uh, to make sure we take attendance for you today at practice. One guy who is out here is Levi Wallace. Earlier, it was his turn to have a little cart talk, little food, little shenanigans here on campus with Levi Wallace. All right, Levi, we're talking a lot of food today, so to start it off, what's your favorite cuisine? I eat all food. Maybe seafood? Does that count as one? I, I, I love, love, love seafood. What's your favorite restaurant in Pittsburgh? Monterey Bay is always cool. Um, the Grand Concourse is pretty good. What's a restaurant that just like reminds you of your childhood? My childhood. Ones that are still functioning right now, probably Red Lobster. That reminds me of growing up. What's a food that just reminds you of home? Home fried chicken. Every time I see my mom, I always ask her to cook me fried chicken. She has the best fried chicken in the world. What's your go-to cheat meal? Cheat meal, ooh, probably a Wendy's. Wendy's like four for four, double cheeseburger, sweet and sour, lemonade, just like everybody else, you know. What's your favorite meal to cook that you can make in under 15 minutes? I cook anything under 15 minutes. Good steak, salmon, chicken. I mean, whatever, whatever I'm feeling that day. You know what I mean? Lamb chops, probably. Let me give that my number one answer. I love making lamb chops. And I'm really good at it. It's actually my plan to go to culinary school. After I retire. The last question. Tell us something great that's going on in your life right now. What do you got going on? Man, my, my foundation. I mean, we're doing a lot of good things in the community in Arizona, uh, as well as here in Pittsburgh. I was trying to give back to the community, give back to the unhoused, give back to young kids who are just less fortunate. This has been Cart Talk, and you have been? Levi Wallace. Always love those. I tell you what. Okay, best restaurant in Pittsburgh. Man, that's tough. There's some really good ones. I like meat and potatoes. I like Hyde Park. Surprise for you, though. I might go Nikki's Thai Kitchen. 
And we are spoiled, though, man. There's so many, so many good restaurants in Pittsburgh. Uh, restaurant that reminds you of your childhood, Pizza Hut for me. Used to go to the, speaking of Sundays today, used to go to the buffet all the time with my mom. Gotta love it. Food that reminds you of home. Speaking of mom, chicken parm. My mom makes some banging chicken parm out there, cousins. And uh, best meal you can make in under 15 minutes, shrimp tacos. Holla at ya, boy. I'm going to take some of your tweets as well, too, here as practice rolls around. It rolls along, pardon me, at Wesley Euler is where you can uh, can get involved on the Twitter.com. And you know what? This one uh, this one flows well. Speaking of, of food that we just heard there from, from Levi Wallace in that interview, Annie tweets me and says, I got to know how the preseason spreads compare in the press box to the regular season ones. And did that heat in Tampa affect your appetite? Oh, certainly not. The only difference that heat made in Tampa in terms of the food and beverage was uh, it was a little bit harder to slug down some, some coffee when it's 120 degrees outside and the coffee is is piping hot as well. But you know what? Uh, you would not know that it was a preseason game by the spread of the food there in Tampa, Annie. I'll tell you. Uh, they had flank steak that was really good. Um, they had uh, Cuban sandwiches as well, too, of course, a Florida staple that were really good, soft pretzel bar, nacho bar, hot dog bar, uh, really good bananas foster for dessert. So I tell you what, only, uh, only one visiting press box meal in the book so far this season, but Good stuff there. Good showing uh, down in Tampa by uh, by the Bucks and uh, and everything there at Raymond James Stadium. So pretty solid. At the end of the season, I'll give you my uh, my away stadium press box food power rankings as uh, as we always do. Um, but good good start for Tampa. But no uh, preseason spreads. I tell you what, those those NFL chefs. It's it's never preseason or or off season or anything for them. They're always dialed in here uh, in Pittsburgh and elsewhere around the league as well, too. Uh, CC Ryder tweets and says, thanks so much to uh, for the camp coverage. I keep hearing a lot about Patrick Peterson's mentorship skills, but not much about what he's doing on field or in coverage. Should I have any worries or any thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. I think you hear so much about that, that mentorship thing because there's been a lot of turnover on the Steelers roster. Not so much on defense, obviously, where you've got veteran guys like Cam Hayward and TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, but Patrick Peterson still, even amongst those guys, uh, is longer in the tooth, right? And, I mean, he's a guy who's got a great chance to wear a gold jacket one day. So I think when somebody new like that comes to the organization, you're always going to hear those stories about mentorship, about leadership, you know, particularly when you've got a uh, you know a high draft pick, 32nd overall in Joey Porter Jr., um, that you're trying to, to bring up to speed as well, too. Um, that's just, I think, the prevailing story. But in, in terms of his coverage skills or what he's going to do on the field, no, I'm, I'm not worried. I mean, that's one of those things we got to wait and see how it all plays out, right? Um, but he still had five interceptions last year, was still a, a valuable contributor to uh, to the Vikings. I know a lot of people like to point out that game uh, against the Giants where the Vikings lost in the playoffs to, to Daniel Jones and, and Saquon Barkley and company there. Uh, but I wouldn't pin all of that on Patrick Peterson. I'm sure he would probably tell you that was not his best game um, and that he would like to have you know, done some things differently in that one. But that Vikings defense just struggled mightily in that game. It was not just him. Um, so, no, no no worries about his coverage skills. Like I said, five interceptions last year. You add that to a, a Steelers defense that um, joint led the league with San Francisco with 20 uh, interceptions last season, I think there could uh, there could be some real tangible splash on the back end. You keep T.J. Watt healthy. Alex Highsmith continues to evolve. Um, 
you've got some some great new additions as well too in terms of rookies like Keanu Benton, in terms of guys you've brought in in free agency uh, like Alandon Roberts and Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander. I I think you know health obviously. Uh, aside, and when you have these types of conversations, you always have to, I think, assume health. But if this defense is able to uh, to withstand any major hits, you know, uh, if TJ and Alex and Cam and Minka, those guys play 16, 17 games, you know, something like that, um, man, they're going to be able to get after the quarterback. They're going to be able to take the ball away. They're going to be very tough to play against. Um, particularly, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about Alandon Roberts and Quan Alexander and what we saw Friday night down there in the Tampa Bay Heat, um, Cole Holcomb as well, too. I mean, if those guys are able to, you know, to use a Tomlinism to hop on a moving train with this defense, as there's obviously been a lot of turnover there at the linebacker position. I mean, right year by year, uh, it's been Mark Barron and Devin Bush and John Bostick and <laughs> Joe Schobert and Miles Jack. I mean, they have left no stone unturned in trying to solve the middle of that defense. Um, I think they might be they might be cooking with the right formula. They might finally have the ingredients here to put that uh, put that entire dish together. Uh, but obviously, that's one of those things we can only deduce so much in these types of settings, and we'll uh, we'll really have to wait until uh, what September 10th when uh, when the bullets really get flying against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Kenny Pickett here looking for Deontay Johnson. Nice throw down the sideline as the quarterbacks and the wide receivers are going through some motions here. Offensive line down in the far side end zone, uh, or pardon me, left side end zone defense on uh, the furthest field. So two football fields away over there is the defense. Um, and reminder, Kendrick Green, now working with the uh, with the offensive side uh, or with the offensive line, pardon me, uh, in this portion of practice so far. We'll obviously keep you posted if he uh, if he does anything in terms of fullback drills. Once again, Wesley Euler with you here at St. Vincent College. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Another busy day on campus here. The sidelines are packed. The stands, the bleachers, the hill on this last weekend practice. Uh, for the St. Vincent edition of training camp. Uh, expected a big crowd, got a big crowd, and uh, hopefully we'll have a high-energy practice here momentarily when the teams come together. I'm going to step aside here so I can make sure we're back in time for seven shots and all those good things. Continue to take your tweets at Wesley Euler if you want to get involved with the show. I'll paint the picture for you in the final segment of what's going on here at practice before I turn things over to Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson. It's all happening here today on campus, and it's all part of our ongoing training camp coverage on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Seven shots underway here. First rep making his presence known right away is Minka Fitzpatrick. Man, it's good to have him back. Kenny Pickett there looking for Deontay Johnson over the middle. Minka saying not so fast, my friend, getting his hand on that one here as it's uh, one of our favorite portions of practice. Wesley Euler with you here solo on the Blitz today. I'm doing my best Jim Nance for you as the defense wins the first rep there. Just you can't teach that. Minka Fitzpatrick, baby. Reading Kenny Pickett's eyes. Second rep here. Kenny motioning for Najee to join him in the backfield as uh, Najee will move from right to left. And now Allen Robinson in motion as well, too. Kenny looking left. Still, he's going to fire that way for Deontay Johnson. A hot one. Deontay unable to squeeze that one with Levi Wallace in coverage. 
Was that Levi on the far side? These guys got to stop doing the crop tops to me, man. It's tough to see the numbers, but all you got to know is that the defense won another rep there. Uh, both passes so far intended for Deontay Johnson. That one a little bit closer, but Deontay unable to squeeze that in the far side end zone. So a good start for the defense. Uh, TJ Watt out there, but no Larry O, no Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick obviously out there, uh, Patrick Peterson as well. Jalen Warren checks into the game for the Steelers offense. He's to the left of Kenny Pickett. Now Denzel Washington in motion from right to left as Kenny gets the snap. He's looking right. He's throwing right. And that one too hot out of the reach of Allen Robinson. Not the, uh, not the greatest start for the offense here. A couple throws that Kenny Pickett might want back. Uh, looks like we're going to have some subs for the offense. Broderick Jones going to check in here now. Uh, but Kenny Pickett will stay in. So some movement on the offensive line here. Uh, but Kenny, Deontay, uh, Allen Robinson, George Pickens all going to stay in. Uh, defense here making some substitutions as well too. Uh, TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick both to the sideline. So a hot start for the defense as they're up 3 nothing here in seven shots. Fourth opportunity for the offense. They're going to give it to Anthony McFarlane. He's going to have all kinds of room defense not expecting a run there. So the offense able to get one. That might be it for Kenny Pickett. Looks like that will be it for QB1. So for the Steelers' first-team offense, uh, not their best showing of camp there, but a good job by the defense. They lead 3-1 to one here in seven shots as practice is, uh, is really ramping up here. Uh, offense in the huddle right now with Mitch Trubisky. Let's see who else is out there once they break huddle. We've got Miles Boykin. We've got Cody White, Jalen Warren in the backfield. Uh, Gunnar Olszewski, Zach Gentry all out there. Yes, Broderick Jones still at left tackle as Mitch is now under center. Boykin in motion from right to left. And it's they're going to fake the handoff to Jalen Warren. Mitch looking, has time, finds Gunner in the back of the end zone against Kenny Robinson. And now the offense punching back a little bit with two straight scoring drives as now the defense will make some additional substitutions. Let's see here. Mark Robinson in the game. Nick Herbig in there as well, too. Some new uh, faces really getting some opportunity on the defensive line today with uh, Cam Hayward and Larry O not practicing. Keanu Benton uh, getting the day off after being banged up on Friday night. So some opportunity there along the defensive line. Uh, still Mitch Trubisky. Connor Hayward checks into the game. Calvin Austin as well, too. They'll go shotgun empty set here. Will the Steelers offense, but now Connor Haywood will join Mitch in the backfield to his left side, and he will motion uh, more to the right. We've got a lot of pre-snap motion here in seven shots today. Mitch in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He's looking right. He's throwing right, and that one off the hands, unable to squeeze it, was Des Fitzpatrick, the second-year wide receiver out of Louisville. So another win for the defense there, 4-2. to two. So far for the guys in gold, the defensive side of the football, a few more substitutions for each unit. This will be the seventh and final shot here in this uh, in this competition portion of practice. Uh, let's see, Kendrick Green checking out. Washington back in. Hakeem Butler in for the offense. Calvin Austin still out there as well. As Mitch Trubisky is in the shotgun, barks out some instructions to his offensive line. Calvin Austin in motion from left to right. Mitch is looking that way. He throws nicely played wide open in the back of the end zone. I'm not sure if that was Des Fitzpatrick once again, um, but a nice little uh, looking towards Calvin Austin, throwing towards the middle of the field there. That was actually – was that? No. 
Uh, I think that was. Yeah, I think that was Des Fitzpatrick still as well too. These crop top jerseys, I tell you what, folks, they make it uh, they make it a little little difficult on your boy here from time to time. So, uh, offense fighting back there a little bit, but a win for the defense in seven shots, particularly uh, those first teamers with uh, with a decisive victory for the Steelers defense there. But some some fight back from the offense uh, here as it looks like. Oh, excellent. We'll have some good on good here. We'll have some uh, some one-on-ones as the uh, first-team offense out there against the first-team defense here. Uh, they will start at the 29-yard line, working from right to left. Najee Harris in the backfield. He's going to get the carry here right away and uh, going to bounce off a few guys. Nice run there from Najee. Able to pick up, I think, about yeah, six yards or so. Uh, not tackling to the ground of Najee Harris, but I think he would have been able to miss one or two guys and make one or two guys miss there. Let's see. We've got Isaiah Loudermilk in there right now, T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Levi Wallace, and Patrick Peterson, your corners. Uh, looks like DeMonte KZ and Minka Fitzpatrick in the secondary. Good to see KZ out there working. Uh, typical first-team offense for the Steelers as Kenny Pickett is now under center, and he'll fake it to Najee this time. Kenny's got some time looking, rolling to his left, and he's just going to have to throw this one away. Good pressure applied there by Cole Holcomb and by Isaiah Loudermilk as uh, the defense winning that rep for sure. Kenny and Najee having some conversation as they walk back to the huddle. Uh, Pat Frymuth and Allen Robinson going to check out for the Steelers' offense. Uh, Gunnar Olszewski coming in here. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Washington for the offense as well, too. A couple switches to the offensive line. Sayamalu now uh, makes his way back to the sideline. Still Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle as Kenny Pickett will still operate out of the gun once again. Connor Hayward in motion from right to left. And now Gunnar Olszewski from left to right. The handoff will be to Najee Harris once again, able to make a guy miss in the backfield. couple uh, stiff arms there as Minka comes up and kind of half wraps him up. Decent run there for Najee. Would have would have gotten a few yards on that one. Good push uh, up front by the offensive line. Najee able to make a, uh, a guy miss in the backfield as we'll have some more substitutions here. Washington and Hayward going to check out at tight end. Gentry and Fryermuth. Coming in here, Deontay Johnson still in there. Kenny Pickett still running the show. Um, still the first team on hand for the defense. So, again, no Larry O, no Cam Hayward. Um, but other than that, your typical uh, contributors, Quan Alexander out there and Alandon Roberts at the linebacker position. T.J. Watt on the far side. Still under center was Kenny Pickett there. And T.J. Watt would have blown that one up. He's going to uh, let – Jalen Warren kind of Olay past him, but my goodness, T.J. Watt read that one like a book, and that would have been a, a two- or three-yard loss for the offense if they were tackling to the ground. He kind of gives a little grin to Mike Tomlin and jogs off the field, does T.J. Watt. That's his work for the day done. Nice shift there for T.J. No, just in this portion uh, of period here. Let's see. Looks like uh, Mitch Trubisky might be checking into the game. Yes, he is as uh, the first-team defense exits Mark Robinson into the game now. Uh, Nick Herbig here near side as well, too. As we've got Broderick Jones, the first-round pick, in at left tackle. Mitch Trubisky going to operate out of the shotgun here. Connor Hayward left to right in motion. Now he'll go back the other side. The give to Jalen Warren. He's running hard. He's able to find – oh, no, it was a fake. Mitch Trubisky kept that one. That was one of those they juked out the commentator and the cameraman. Mitch Trubisky keeping that one for a uh, for a decent gain there. Um, Kendrick Green 
into the game at offensive line. Kevin Dotson as well, too. Uh, Miles Boykin, Zach Gentry, Anthony McFarland as they continue uh, offense versus defense here. Uh, James Pierre in for the defense as well, too. Miles Killebrew out there. Uh, Nick Herbig and Marcus Golden doing some communicating from each side of the line. Trubisky, empty set shotgun, and now all kinds of motion here as they'll bring it in tight. Anthony McFarland into the backfield. Mitch Trubisky under center. The give to McFarland. He's got a gap. He's got some space. And James Pierre able to get him down after a six-yard gain there, seven-yard gain on a uh, on a nice run play there for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Some more substitutions coming up here. Mitch Trubisky will still, uh, still be conducting the offense here. Let's see. Cody White checking in. Still, uh, still Broderick Jones at left tackle. Kendrick Green still in there as well, too. Kevin Dotson. Um, as they get some uh, instruction here in the huddle, Mark Tom Mike Tomlin on the uh, far side yelling out some instruction at the defense as well, too. Mitch going to work in the shotgun with Anthony McFarland to his right. Cody White in motion from left until right, uh, left to right. Now Calvin Austin as well, too. They'll pop it to him. He's got some space off the side, and there goes Calvin Austin. That boy quick for what would have been close to a 20-yard uh, gain there for the Steelers offense. Kenny Robinson and some others in on the tackle over there. Miles Killebrew. So we're seeing some different looks here from the Steelers offense, particularly in the run game here in this portion of practice. Uh, Calvin Austin going to come out after after that play there. Uh, let's see here. We still got Broderick Jones in there at left tackle. Darnell Washington into the game. The Georgia rookies. Mitch Trubisky still running the show here. Uh, Cody White near side. And now we've got Kendrick Green at fullback, baby. Here we go as he's going to uh, to motion out of the backfield and, uh, and the fake, and now he's going to catch a pass. Oh, my goodness, Kendrick Green, there he goes, stiff-arming James Pierre, rumbling, bumbling down the sideline, the fake handoff and the little uh, toss to Kendrick Green off the right side. I'll tell you what, he can move for a big guy as, the, uh, as Kendrick Green getting his hands on the ball there. you got to love it. Uh, getting some work with some o, with the O-line. They're a uh, rep out of the backfield for Kendrick as well, too. Mike Tomlin nodding his head in approval as uh, as KG walks by, and that'll be it for Mitch Trubisky as well, too, as Mason Rudolph will now check into the game, bring you a couple Mason reps here uh, before I turn things over to Dale Lawley and Matt Williamson. Gunner out there, Hakeem Butler out there as well, too. Uh, Mason will work under center. Here for his first rep, Gunnar Olszewski in motion from right to left. The give to Connor Hayward in the backfield, and he's stood up by the defense right at the line of scrimmage. No uh, no movement there, nowhere to go for Connor Hayward taking that handoff out of the backfield as uh, the offense will huddle up here once again. Seen a, seen a lot of different looks here from the offense. you got to love it as uh, the defense – Little little mixed bag, but that time they were uh, they were ready for that one for sure. Matt Canada gave a little instruction. Now walking back to uh, to take this rep in. Mason still going to work from under center here. Hakeem Butler near side. It'll be a handoff to Connor Hayward once again. He's able to make a guy miss. Fall forward for a couple yards there was Connor Hayward. Good job of uh, of getting forward, falling forward on that one on a play that could have been stopped in the backfield as uh, we'll have some more moving and shaking here for both units. Darnell Washington checking back into the game. Kendrick Green back in there as well, too. Still Mason Rudolph under center 
for the Steelers. I'll give you one or two more reps here before we get to break and get you to your special three-hour edition of the drive. Mason still operating from under center. He's got Kendrick Green to his right. Motion in the backfield. Kendrick Green going to block here through the hole. And that one will go forward for about a four-yard gain for the offense. Not too shabby uh, there. As a uh, continued physicality and a lot of uh, a lot of running here in this por portion of practice. Jason Huntley on the carry there for the Steelers offense. All right, one more rep, and then we'll say our, uh, our tearful goodbyes until Tuesday. But, of course, don't you dare go anywhere. Matt and Dale going to bring you uh, the end of practice the next three hours here with an extra long edition of the drive as uh, Mason Rudolph breaks the huddle once again. Connor Hayward in the backfield. Mason uh, under center. Giving some signals to Hakeem Butler on the right side. Now Connor Hayward splits out. He's in motion. Toss play near side, and that one blown up nicely. Defense read that one the entire way. Mark Robinson in there. Quincy Roche in there, and that will do it for this period of practice. Uh, solid rep for the defense there to end things, and that will do it for me as well too, folks. Uh, coming up. Dale Lawley, Matt Williamson, they'll have the conclusion of practice for you with a special three-hour edition of The Drive. A lot of thank yous today. Thank you to Rosie Nix for joining me. Thank you to the Honorable Dwayne Woodruff for joining me, for our guy Brandon for setting all of that up. And, of course, a uh, big thank you to Justin for producing it back at HQ for, uh, for all of us here the entire day. That'll do it for me. Uh, no practice tomorrow, so we'll be off tomorrow. Then we'll be back on Tuesday for the home stretch to, uh, to close down this uh, training camp 2023 here at St. Vincent College. The drive is up next. Practice is ongoing, and I'll talk to you guys soon. As always, you know where to find us. It's on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steelers Nation Radio.